0: Good morning, everybody. This is Tasteful Tuesday. I will try to remain tasteful <laughs> in what I want to talk about today. Today, I want to talk about trust, loyalty, and honesty. I put those three together in that order. Sometimes a lot of people really do not know. They you know, they don't really know they know what the word means, but they're not too clear on the action. I've always been one that was clear on each action, especially loyalty. I am a very loyal person. Now, I just want to help some people out. When it comes to trust, that means that you you're around somebody and because of their character you gain a trust for them and you'll help them you know you, you'll help them if they if they need your help even if it's years you're there that's trust you know because this person really 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 needs your trust they need you loyalty loyalty is the amount of time that you stay around the person or you continue to help them or, you know, you don't let anything break the chain that you have with that person. Um, At least, listen, this is just my take on what loyalty is. And many of us have more loyalty than others. Some of us have too much loyalty, but then again, what is too much? That's just how the person is. It's, whether people are going to take advantage of that person who's very trusting and very loyal and run games on them and stuff like that. That's when it gets really, really sticky. Honesty. To me, I look for the honesty from the person that I gave my trust and my loyalty to. So that's the... the, that's how I feel about those three words together: T L H, trust, loyalty, honesty. And you know, many of us really don't have all three, and and and, and it's it, it's it's really bad. <laughs> um, I had a conversation with a gentleman. And we were discussing certain things. And, you know, he made a statement, which was something like, and, you know, we're we're black, we're African-American. He said, you know, a lot of black people are still enslaved. And the mentality levels that they carry is not to be one with one another. It's to tear each other down because of what, you know, we've been through years ago. Um, It's an enslaved mentality, as they call it. I don't agree with that. I, I agree with some of it in some situations, but not all. I really feel like because of what we've been through, we should stand strong with one another and, and you know, really, really be strong for our race and look out for one another and never ever tear each other down. You know, it, it takes me to the to the black woman. I can say that my experiences with my own race is always something, it's always an attitude. It's, well, I'm going to get her. It's just something that we need to erase. We're not all the same. I will not say that because I'm definitely cut from a different cloth that (laughs) is not made anymore. Trust me, I'm really different. I kind of became a loner because of that. If I have friends, It's always an issue, you know, because of how I am. I just think that within the black race, we have to find a way to, to, to make this right, especially the black woman. The black man has his issues, but he has a whole bunch of things really like gnawing at him, you know. Stuffy going on with police. It's, it's a lot going on, but the, the black woman, we are the root. You know, we got to fix that, ladies. You know, I'm willing to do public speaking. I'm willing to try if I have to, whatever I have to do to help my race. And it, I believe it has to start at a younger age, though. See, it, I mean, they all need, we all need help. <laughs> but remember these black women that have these issues are raising black women. If they give birth to, to a a girl and this young girl was could possibly take on the same thing. We just have to fix our insides. It's something that, that that's on the inside. It's, It's something that's broken, but it can be fixed. You know, these are just my thoughts, people. Um, I, I'm going to take a break. And after this break, I'm going to come back. I have, um, (laughs) I want to talk about marriage. I chose hard beats this morning, you know, this, <laughs> yeah, cause that's, that's the feeling that I have. Let's talk about marriage. You know, I'm someone who was married and divorced. Yes. What I would say, how I feel about marriage, especially today, you know, men, I, I want to tell you, don't. I don't believe in a man marrying a woman because she's walking around saying, you need to marry me. Why haven't you married me? We've been together years. Why haven't you married me? Um, I'm ready to get married. And then every time it's Christmas roll around. Uh, Is it a ring under the tree? Where's my ring? Um, I'm a mother of all boys. and um, But I'm also a woman. I've always felt like Marriage is more special when a man approaches you to marry you, when he goes out, his, out of his way and he wants to marry you. He's asking you on his own without anyone telling him, without you giving him hints. It feels more real that way. Like I said, maybe it's me. Maybe what I'm saying may sound crazy to some. Um, just my belief. I don't believe that a man should marry a woman because she has his child. Guess what? We would love for two parent households to always exist, but you know what's worse? To have a two parent household with two parents who are toxic, who are pissed off at each other, who argue a lot because they're happiness. So now this child is watching. These are this is these people are the this is the child's example they're watching a a mother and father that's not affectionate boom know what that means this child will either search for affection outside the house or don't be affectionate and what's happening is there's a cycle the cycle's ongoing um you have the father He, he isn't happy um you have both of them, or sometimes, this happens sometimes, you'll have the mother trying to turn the child against the father. or the, it, Very rarely the father tries to turn the child against the mother, but it happens. What I'm trying to say is that marriage, I'll tell you this, there's a marriage and then there's a marriage. A lot of people, especially the women, they want that marriage, the gown, the ring. So all her friends can ooh and ah, the the venue. Uh, but what happens afterwards? This is when it's the marriage. Are you ready for that commitment? Because see, here, here's the thing. When... you receive your ring and the the wedding and and all the beautiful things that come with that event. You also want that beautiful marriage. You know, you, you want to grow old with this person. You want, if you ever get sick, you want that person to to make you soup or or to be concerned uh, about you. And you don't want it one-sided. You want, You want somebody to love you. And you know, I made this decision. I had to make this decision, even though I'm 49 and still fine. (laughs) That the next time, or if, if I ever say I do, I have to feel full. And what I mean by feeling full in every aspect of that relationship, I have to feel full with him. Affection, his intelligence, his financial stability, everything that he brings to the table have to be 100%. I can't settle for less because I feel at 49, I, you know, listen, I don't believe failed marriages are a mistake. I just believe it was a learning process that you needed in your life because all of our lives, the events are, are written <laughs> when we're born. I do believe that we could avoid events, some good ones and bad ones. But, um you know, and then it goes back to that same thing that I talked about earlier. When you get married, you want that trust, that loyalty, that honesty, all of those things wrapped up in to one person. Now, guess what? I could sound like that I'm asking for too much or a fairy tale because nobody's nobody's life is perfect. So you, you don't expect anything to be perfect. It's just that you know, marriage is the easiest thing to get into and the hardest thing to get out. You know, so choose wisely. Ladies, if you, you know, um, you have, you, you go to your friend's wedding or her bridal shower and, you know, you start getting those feelings. It's the same thing that happens when you see a baby or you go to a baby shower. It's like, oh, I want to have. I think that's just something that's in us. You have those feelings. Listen, that's that person's um, event in their life. And believe it or not, you cheering them on. you thinking about yourself wanting to do the same thing. It's kind of selfish to me, to be honest. Cheer them on and be there for them. If you, if you have not experienced any of these things yet, wedding, marriage, baby, whatever the case may be, your time will come. But don't take, you know, mentally, you're taking the shine away from whoever it is. Be supportive. Um, But... I still say when it comes to marriage, you want the man to ask you, you don't even want a man who mother makes him do it or somebody's making him do it. It's just not real. You know, you want somebody. And guess what? If you are pregnant, and have a baby. You want him to still come to you and say, listen, we have our baby. I love you. You don't want Because his mother said, Oh, she got a baby, you gotta marry that's so old school. Come on. Everything else is like today. So we need to move on to today. Either, you know, marry people. If you're married, work that sugar out. I almost said a little cursey, (laughs) worsey. Work it out. You know, try to stand by each other. Times do get hard, always sit down. You know, I would I would just say sit down and talk to each other. You have to learn how to forgive and, you know, forgiveness will definitely set you free, but you have to forgive yourself too. (laughs) Okay. Um, I wish everybody the best. I hope that this, uh, segment of my podcast is very informative for many. And as always, I love you.